This is The After Party, live with Jim McAllister and John Daly. Well, look at that. We're on time. The train has left the station. Good morning. Good All this as it should be. That's right. It always mm-hmm. feels like morning to me. Second to last show of 2023. Oh, are you trying to get out of here? No, no, not so trying to get out of here. I'm just noting that we're almost to the new year. You're just counting the days. I'm counting the days. That's right. I don't know why, because 2024 is really freaking me out. But that's oh, right. all right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm not looking forward to what lies ahead. It's happen the way it happens. And I mean, not to, you know, not to take a shot at your that's ego, really, but it's like... It's a really good attitude to have. Nothing you do or say is... <laughs> nothing I don't really matter. In the really scheme of things, change. I am but a blip in the... A it's stone gonna, I mean, in the water. Same here. And nothing we say is going to change the trumple of Palooza. So you might as well... Uh, no. I don't know. I'm just but a uh, ripple relax. in the pond. Yeah. No. Just relax. Okay. Relax, I Breathe shall. In. Breathe out. You know, on this show, the After Party Live, which, by the way, everybody... Thank you for helping us in 2023 kick off this cool little show that we're doing. I think and, I can. Yeah, and make it into uh, something that's growing. And we're going to continue to grow it in 2024. And we're really grateful that you're here and participating every day. Your super stickers and super chats and contributions via the PayPal, which is in our show description, really yeah. mean the world. So thank you for for all that you do for, for yeah. us and to help keep the show rolling. And every day when I'm creating you know, the, the list, I mm-hmm. think... Oh, there's no one to add today as a sponsor. And then boom, two, you know, two people will come through or a new contributor will come uh, come through. So thank you very much. Um, We on this show, the After Party Live, have been following, as you may know, the debacle with the cruise car company. Debacle, right? Yes. Debacle. Debacle. (laughs) Who says debacle? Is it Mark? Yeah. Yeah. Well, now... You know, the whole thing with Cruise, they had this accident in San Francisco where this woman was hit by a car with a driver thrown in front of a cruise vehicle, which then hit her and dragged her because the car, the software didn't know what to do. Right. I'm realizing I shouldn't delete the photo of Cruise every time we do Cruise. You just need to keep it in here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this might be the last one. I don't know. Mm, Doubtful. Um, Doubtful. And so then they, the DMV pulled their licensed to operate in California. And then they decided to stop their operations all over the place. And then they laid off a bunch of their people in their company. And now the newest is General Motors, which owns Cruise, has filed a lawsuit against San Francisco, alleging the city unfairly imposed $108 million in taxes on that company over seven years. They say the assessment is wrong, especially given its limited presence in terms of sales and personnel within San Francisco. Though GM is saying that the city of San Francisco erroneously associated its tax liability with its San Francisco-based Cruise driverless car. we're not sales guys we (laughs) drag people down the road that's That's a big difference big difference they they linked cruise apparently san francisco to three billion dollars in global revenue from gm that gm is saying cruise which is its autonomous vehicle tech software company operates as a distinct business entity so you can't say that everything gm made is then somehow taxable in san francisco well where would all their profits go eventually when they start you know, when they were charging for rides. Interesting concept. Is there a reason they own a company trying to make money off of it? Hmm. GM emphasizes that its core automotive business does not employ anyone in the city of San Francisco. They have no plants or any physical locations in the city, no dealerships even in the city, and they sell only a de minimis amount of retail goods, about $677,000 in the city. The company didn't say why they waited until now to challenge the assessment after everything in san francisco boneheaded. it's a fully owned mm. subsidiary that would be like if you if you we created a sub company of the the after party live and i'm like nope 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 sorry it's not the same thing well gm wants a refund of nearly 108 million in taxes and 13 million in interest and penalties they say they overpaid for the tax years 2016 through 2022 and they say the california government code mandates a fair reflection of city taxes based on the proportion of activity conducted within the city no word from san francisco but if they win that one 108 million 
plus 13 million in interest and penalties, that's the city is going to be hurt. Well, I find it um, quite interesting that they didn't complain until after they were shut down. Right. That their permit was pulled. They weren't bitching about it before. You know why? Because they didn't want the bad publicity. Right. Well, and they also probably wanted to stay on the city's good side. Now it doesn't they matter. They didn't want anymore. the politicians shutting them down. Right. I mean, $108 million, that's uh, that's easy to pay that to get what you want. Well, their relationship with San Francisco is different after that accident yeah. happened and everything else. So I don't know what's going to happen, but that's a lot of money. To try Will they to- get a refund of uh, money they spend on certain corrupt former politicians? Oh, wouldn't that? That grease the wheels? Yeah. Mm. I don't think Willie Brown's given anything anybody. No. Allegedly. Uh, well, let us begin with animal news on the After Party Live. A little kitty cat had a problem. Uh, yeah, a man rescues a cat with that uh, had a like a jar stuck over its head. Ah. A volunteer animal rescuer in New Jersey was able to rescue a cat seen wandering for several days with this jar over its head. Um, he, uh, they were, they contacted the Long Island Cat Kitten Solution, which is a strange name. A group that was alerted for the plight of the feline in Irvington by fellow rescue uh, volunteer Marsha and Fishkind and Eileen D. Nicola. Now, we have the video, so I want to show you the video. So it's um, there's not a lot of um, this isn't a news report. So you'll see the the cat being kind of like um, picked up. And, you know, it's it's kind of difficult to corner a cat and pick up a cat. But that's how it starts out here. Check this out. So the cat's in the corner of the yard. Oh, he got it, yes. And here the guy manages to pick up the cat, and they oh, kind of great. end up putting it in, a, like, a plastic container. Okay. Storage. Okay. 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 Oh, she was crazy. amazing. You were oh. f- you, you know. Hello, baby. Oh. Hello. Oh. You're okay. Oh. She's like, what Did you get that? F- oh. is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Let's get a picture. Pretty cute. Oh, are you still there? I don't know. Can you hear me? Or was I muted? Oh, can you hear me? You're frozen in time. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. How about now? Oh, now you're moving. All right. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see the cat with the the jar on his head in that one so i don't know but did it um, show no uh, you could see the cat in the carrier but you couldn't see it with the jar on, on its head but oh, okay. okay i thought afterwards that they showed a clip of it but my computer froze but anyway yeah. um just imagine a cat with the jar yeah. on its head yeah and it's free <laughs> Woohoo! all right let's talk about this rescue deer it was trapped between wooden and wire fences oh no oh, firefighters no. in maryland came to the rescue of a deer look at that it's on the bottom on the bottom left you see its eye on yeah. the bottom left, and it's kind of wedged in there it's interesting that they have the wire fence and the wooden fence like that but maybe for security i don't know but i think this one deer, neighbor has the wooden fence and they probably oh, put it one up neighbor next has to the, the metal fence wire yeah. The other fence. yeah um this deer tried to vault into a yard and ended up trapped right between the wooden and the wire so uh the crew from chapel oak station 838 was dispatched to a home in cheverly maryland where this deer was stuck they used ingenuity and hand tools cutting through this wire fence and rescuing the deer the deer was not seriously hurt thank goodness and was able to be returned to the wild so just a little waylay just a little delay for him but he's all right or her yeah (laughs) well that's Um, that's our animal segment for today that was a short one let's talk about money always oh speaking of money Speaking of money, thank you, Pauline. I see you. Uh, Pauline Seed jumping in with a $10 super sticker for Mockingbird's Bird Seed. Happy New Year, all. Happy New thank Year you, to you, Pauline. Pauline. At least someone cares about my well-being. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Uh, happy holidays. Um, happy Kwanzaa. And uh, Happy New Year. I appreciate it. <laughs> thank you, Pauline. Really, really nice of you. We You're appreciate welcome. it so much. Yes. Uh, We appreciate the $10. Thank you for the super sticker. All right. Let's talk about money because wealthy Americans, we feel really bad. They say it's hard for them to get richer. What? 
According to a new survey, two-thirds of Americans with investable assets over half a million don't like that feel house. wealthy. Like that house is really nice. And so is that couch going into the moving truck. Um, some people with over $10 million in assets are also feeling a pinch. Many of them say they're concerned their investments will lose value due to inflation and the climate crisis. crisis. So even America's wealthiest people aren't feeling too rich these days. And it's just getting harder to grow those assets. This new survey came from insurance company Chubb, C-H-U-B-B, Chubb. They asked 800 wealthy North Americans. Again, every, everyone asked had investable assets of more than 500000 how they view their wealth, and what keeps them up at night. The survey, done in September and October, found more than two-thirds of those who responded to this survey don't actually consider themselves wealthy, including some with more than $10 million in investable assets. Two in three respondents noted that building wealth is a lot harder than it ever has been. Uh, This includes worries about inflation, a volatile stock market, fear of job loss, and the climate crisis causing damage to or hurting the value of homes. Many wealthy Americans, some with millions saved up, are still worried about their financial futures. Uh, Chubb says that despite faring better than a lot of other people, a majority of wealthy Americans surveyed are very nervous about economic uncertainty and their investments becoming less valuable. As a matter of fact, 80% of them feared a loss of value in their investment, a risk to their wealth and lifestyle. 74% said the impact of inflation is another risk, given inflation levels are still above average for home prices, going out to eat and attending concerts as well. So, um, Well, if you had a lot of money and you're you know, concerned about protecting your assets, why don't you wrap that white couch in like a towel, <laughs> like a blanket, a moving blanket or like plastic to protect it from getting uh, inevitably, you know, scuffed? Mm, I don't know. Right? You can't afford to buy a new one. I, I don't well, know. Well, we won't have to worry about money. Thanks to Lori Dolly. What? $20. That's so thank nice. You. Lori, thank you. What a nice thing to do. Happy New yeah. Year. Lo- Happy New Year. Very cool. Um, um, well, let's, let's keep it on rich again. people. No, yeah. no, we're keeping on rich people. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're going to skip over my story. <laughs> oh, sorry. My bad. <laughs> rich it's people. all about me, me, me. <laughs> uh, well, it's more about, it's about rich people with their money. Rich people are more likely to steal from the self-checkout. What? What? Theft or shrink, as the retail industry calls it, is a big problem for stores that use self-checkout. The machines have created a a new kind of partial shrink where someone pays for most of their stuff but skips a few items. One study revealed about 6.7% of orders had some items that went unscanned, including those that were an accident. Far higher than the typical uh, 0.3% shrink rate for a fully staffed checkout. It might not surprise you that in a survey of 5,000 shoppers, the majority admitted to accidentally bagging an item that they didn't scan at the kiosk. Uh, The author of the article says they did that accidentally, uh, especially in a rush. But something the survey revealed that might be more surprising, wealthier people were more likely of all to intentionally steal. How according would, to what why? they told surveyors. That makes no sense. What of is going on? Of people who admitted to stealing, the biggest group among the 18% of people with household incomes of uh, more than 100,000. So the biggest group was among those 18% with household incomes more than 100,000. When considering people with Household incomes under 35,000, 14% said that they had purposely taken an item without scanning it, according to a survey of 2,000 adults. I talked to Terrence Shulman, an author, therapist, and lawyer of the Shulman Conserv- uh, Center for Compulsive Theft, Shopping, and Hoarding. Wow, that's an interesting job. To wow. find out uh, why wealthier people might be so tempted. And uh, he says, I want to admit that I don't know what the truth is, but I'll give you a few theories I have about it. I think a lot of people who are higher income and more well-to-do probably aren't quite as delighted to have all this self-service kind of stuff, right? Like check out or having to pump your own gas. I mean, it took a while for all of us to get used to it. Um, I'm generalizing, but maybe for wealthier people, it's just another hassle or it's kind of beneath them. So that's one possibility that, that it's kind of like a silent protest. Like, why do I have to do this? Another thought is that scanning a $10 item for a wealthy person, that's like a penny to them. So it's already a kind of different attitude about money. There might even be a subconscious kind of thought of like, hey, if I got caught, if I ever did get in trouble, I have the resources. I could hire an attorney or I could call someone I know to make something happen. So that's interesting. Very interesting. I don't get it. Wow. 
Yeah, well, you don't, you know, if you were rich, you'd understand. If we were all oh, rich, if I would, was rich, I'd be a thief. You'd fool. understand. Yeah. You'd understand why it's okay to steal. Oh, yeah. It's kind of what they not? do. Rules don't apply to me. Yeah. All right, now let's go to space because the James okay. Webb Telescope is really just the gift that keeps on giving. Honestly, this looks like something cool. from Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, it looks like uh you, you know, when you go, you dive into a portal and you're whisked away to some other thing. Yeah. yeah. I have to take a moment and stop the presses and thank Calvin Wong. Satan, oh, Damien, Thorne won the presidency and took over the world. I sold you my soul, but didn't win Powerball. What the hell? Nepotism well, for your son. My soul Calvin, isn't good enough for you. <laughs> I gave you an extra chance. So you had two out of 346 million chances, you know? That's the deal that you struck. <laughs> but we appreciate you nonetheless. Calvin Wong, thank you for the $10 super sticker. Well, you're awesome. And the way you contribute to the show and feed us story ideas, we, we're so appreciative. And thank I you promise I'll make good use of your soul. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm sorry, but, you know, your soul is gone now. That's the way it is. Yeah. Okay. Back to the James Webb Telescope. <laughs> Uh, the, this is a, they say an abundance of new miraculous visions from the skies. The James Webb telescope lifted off on Christmas day two years ago. And ever since then, we've been seeing the coolest, coolest pictures. So, um, here is a picture. I think this is the Carina Nebula, which is 7,500 light years away. The Phantom Galaxy, 32 million light years away, and the deepest regions of space, 13 billion light years away. How cool is that? Love it. Cool. But it's really the gift that keeps on giving. Um, it took seven months for the James Webb to unfold, to calibrate, and reach its orbit. And now here we are. It's a million miles away from Earth. And on the second anniversary of the launch, when you look at okay well how's it going you know how, to, how how are things it's awesome um they're finding so many things that they had no idea the pictures coming back are incredible the yeah, chief this is the scientist... um, galaxy cluster smacs max 0723 oh it's cool yeah it's beautiful it kind of looks like the stars in um it's a wonderful life you know when the angels are talking yeah it really does it, it's very ethereal, beautiful. The web chief scientist, her name is Jane Rigby. Um, she said the elevator pitch for the web was to get baby pictures of the universe and that they've delivered exactly what they promised, gone from Aww. basically ignorance about what the first billion years of the universe was like to having it now in crisp, high definition. They also wanted to examine distant planets to see if any have atmospheres like Earth, maybe find one human beings could live on. But how can a telescope, they say, know what's uh, in a distant planet's atmosphere? It turns out when a planet passes in front of its star, the elements of its atmosphere, oxygen, nitrogen, whatever, block the specific bands of light. So analyzing how the spectrum of light changes can reveal what the atmosphere of that planet is like. And they have already studied the atmospheres of dozens of distant planets one of them uh, it found carbon dioxide and methane which suggests it has oceans and that's about 120 light years from earth they say it's a joy this telescope is working so well because it was really uh built well by their engineers so they're they're triumphant with all these pictures coming back it's a perfect Amazing. planet for elon why don't we send him out send him out check it out yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. Beth Farmer with twenty dollars. End of the year uh, t tip for both. Top for both. Um, see you in twenty twenty four. Thank oh, you, Beth. Beth. Thank you for the twenty dollars super sticker and for supporting the shows and being just the cool girl you are. Yeah, really appreciate it. We were a little yeah. behind on fundraising this month, so these uh, contributions yeah. are really helping helping really keep nice. the show a going. Yeah, um, we're not done with space. Oh no, we have mm. another space story. That's right, we do. Next this slide, is about please. NASA. Um, they are yeah. launching a mission to intercept the god of chaos asteroid. Ooh, yeah. Oh, Pretty yeah. exciting. Uh, fresh off its historic mission to collect samples from an asteroid deep in space, NASA's OSIRIS-REx 
spacecraft has its newest assignment, studying another asteroid during its close encounter with Earth. OSIRIS-REx ended its seven-year, four-billion-mile round-trip journey. Wow, that sounds exhausting. Mm -hmm. To collect samples <laughs> from space rock uh, from uh, Bennu, remember, in September. But instead of shutting down the aircraft, the team, uh, or the craft, the team proposed sending it on a second mission to the asteroid Apophis, 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 expected to pass closer to Earth in 2029 than any other similarly sized asteroid in recorded history. We've never seen anything like this. They're renaming the spacecraft Osiris Apex. Um, and the close approach is a great natural experiment, according to the principal investigator for uh, Osiris Apex. We know that the tidal forces and the accumulation of rubble pile um, are foundational processes that could play a role in uh, planet formation. They could inform how we got debris in the early solar system to, full, to hmm. full blown planets. That's pretty cool, right? Can I say that this the the asteroid pictured here kind of looks like a sleeping hippo curled up, doesn't he? Like a little backbone, his little head all tucked in at the top. Oh, okay. That, I don't know. What do you think? Of, maybe you don't think it looks like anything except a giant rock floating through space. I don't know. Did you um consume any mushrooms this morning? <laughs> I think I'm on. What is she taking? <laughs> I'll have what she's having. Yeah. Uh, Apophis is a uh, more than 1,000 foot wide space rock named for the Egyptian uh, deity and nicknamed the God of Chaos. The asteroid first discovered in 2004 is expected to pass within 20,000 miles of Earth's surface, uh, nearer than some satellites on April 13th. So mark your calendars. April 13th, 2029. Um, mm. Asteroids of that size pass Earth this closely only about every 7,500 years, according to scientific estimates. Uh, scientists originally said there was about a 3% chance that the asteroid would collide with Earth. But over the years, they realized that there would be no collision in 2029, uh, not, nor during the return trip in 2036. This near brush with Earth will alter the asteroid's orbit and length of its day, normally 30.6 hours. It could also produce quakes and landslides on the surface, oh. which could then expose material that lies beneath the asteroid's surface. And I want you to know, I'm so dedicated to bringing this story that I had yeah. to register with foxnews.com uh -oh, to get no. and their newsletter earlier today to be able to read this story. <laughs> that's Let's how dedicated go. I am to the show. We appreciate your dedication. That that's yeah. a, speaks volumes. They're probably going to sell my address to every conservative uh, candidate now. You're going to start start getting Republican mail mailing. Uh, I already do. I think somebody during the KJU uh, years somehow got my address and signed me up for everything. Well, let's go to Vietnam and check out oh, this new yeah. kissing bridge. Whoa. It's not for crossing. It's just for smooching. They call it a new selfie hotspot, the Kiss Bridge, where you can share a romantic moment against the Vietnamese sunset. It was just unveiled last week. It's a collaboration between Italian architect Marco Casamonti and luxury tourism developer The Sun Group. This is in Vietnam's southern Phu Quoc Island, or Phu Quoc Island, which is famous for beautiful beaches. It's 800 meters, so it's about a half a mile, and it has two separate halves. You can see right there where they meet in the middle. The design was inspired by the classic Michelangelo fresco painting, The Creation of Adam at the Sistine Chapel. Just like the pointing fingers in the painting where they touch, the two halves of the bridge don't quite touch. I guess the fingers don't quite touch either. Well, it Instead, looks like there's a, there's a section in the back there that does. Like there's like a separate ridge, separate section. Do you see that? I think so, but that's not the, that's not the kissing bridge. But that's not the kissing part? Mm-mm. It's not the kissing bridge. I'm yeah. sorry. So you got to be careful. You make sure you take the right exit. <laughs> yes. The north and south sections are separated by 30 centimeters, 12 inches. It means that kissers will have to perch one on each side and lean in dramatically for a big smooch. The distance between the bridge calculated so precisely that on January 1st of every year, the sun will fall directly in the gap between the two halves. The bridge's Vietnamese name, Cao Han, also means proposing marriage for any visitors. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You need to make sure you don't take the wrong exit. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. You um, couldn't do this in the United States because someone would fall off and then you'd have a lawsuit. Lawsuit. Mm -mm. Kind of cool. You I told me to lean over. 
boom <laughs> that's it i think it's beautiful they've done other projects the sun group other really interesting projects they had one called the golden bridge where two giant hands lift up a shimmering structure that's kind of cool their whole focus yeah, i is... almost went there when i was in vietnam but i i was lazy that morning didn't do it i would it's have had cool to like picture. hire a, i would have had to hire a car or whatever the bus system there in vietnam's not very easy to to figure out navigate there yeah um but yeah check out this other picture see if i can bring it up really quickly i thought it was a cool picture uh this is the other bridge that they have where the hand is holding yeah. up the it's kind of a cool it's like a it's yeah it's like a market marketing stunt type thing it was yeah like, that's all that's all faux it's not like that's not real rock it's all made it isn't what is it no, foam no. or it's paper mache it's disney really it's yeah that's not real Oh, looks real. Well, why pop my bubble? Why don't you? You're welcome. Fine. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Go to the kissing bridge and have a great It'd time. It'd be a little concerning if a hand like really was uh, coming out of the ground. Or I don't think uh, that'd be really difficult to like to make that to like carve it. I don't think that'd be really possible without breaking it. But maybe I'm not a stone worker. I don't no. know. Um, but just quickly, when I was in Vietnam, there was one city I was trying to get to, and they're like, "Yeah." You know, a lot of these people didn't speak English and the you know, because I'm taking trains and I'm not paying for tours. And they're sure. like, you need to take the yellow bus, like the yellow bus. And so I'm going to like every single yellow bus around town. They're like, no, <laughs> no not this yellow bus. No, I, eventually the right yellow bus. I eventually found the right yellow bus, but it's like um, navigating by color. It was interesting. Um, that's part of the fun of traveling, right? That's right. Yeah. Adventure. Uh, speaking of adventure, Pizza Hut. Oh, <laughs> Pizza no. Hut franchises in california are laying off their staff that deliver their delivery drivers uh in anticipation of the new state law raising the minimum wage to 20 dollars per hour in 2024 because a big corporation oh, no. like that they just can't afford to pay people living wage the move will result in over 1200 job cuts woohoo and regulatory uh findings or filings pack pizza in san ramon which operates pizza hut established establishments throughout california said it plans to eliminate first-party delivery services. You know what that means, right? It's going to be third-party delivery. So what does that mean for the consumer? You're going to pay a fee. Right? Yep. you got to pay a, a third-party company. Simultaneously, Way to bring the after-party down, I'm telling you. Well, it's Layoffs, you more be money. Eating, you shouldn't be eating Pizza Hut anyway. But simultaneously, no. Southern California Pizza Company, um, another Pizza Hut franchisee covering Orange County and the Inland Empire, announced that they plan to lay off 841 salary d delivery drivers. So this is uh, not the intended uh, consequences of uh, this this AB uh, 1228, but approximately 557,000 fast food workers at 30,000 restaurants in California will see their wage rise to $20 in April with the potential for further increases up to 3.5% annually through 2029. Customers at the affected Pizza Hut locations must use third-party apps like Grubhub, DoorDash, and Uber Eats for deliveries. And I have you used those services? I've used them like once or twice. It's like you got to pay a delivery fee, you got to pay like yeah. a convenience fee, and it's like I think there was like a ten dollar fee plus another thirteen dollar fee. I'm like, that's not it's worth crazy. It. By the time I'll drive I down there and yeah. pick it up myself, there were times though when I was stuck in a newsroom and I was unable to go anywhere and I was super hungry, and it was worth it to me to pay the extra twenty bucks with taxes and fees and everything else and tip, but that's like a few and far between. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that eliminates a lot of people because you know you know certain people yeah. that are you know not big time news, you know, uh, anchors couldn't afford that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Right. Oh, look, <laughs> something shiny. That's uh -oh. right. Let's move on. Shiny, shiny. Fishermen spotted something shiny near a creek and they say it was the first step toward a miracle. These two men had gone out fishing after uh, the day after Christmas, they were looking for fishing holes, kind of scouting around. This was in Northwest Indiana. When in the distance, they saw something shiny, kind of caught their eye. So they decided to go investigate. This is Mario Garcia and his son-in-law, Navardo de la Torre. They were just about wrapped to wrap it up for the day. They were kind of done scouting around. But they went to check out this shiny thing that was glimmering. And the closer they walked... There, under the uh, I-94 bridge, it finally took shape. What they found was a vehicle, a mangled truck that was under this freeway overpass bridge. And they put their hand inside the cabin, moved the airbag out of the way, and they saw something in the driver's seat. 
and it looked like it was a person that had died. He touched the man's shoulder and the guy swung around and woke up. He said it was so startling. They jumped back and realized right away they needed to call for help. So they'd never seen anything like this. They never had. And all of a sudden, these two fishermen become part of a rescue mission a week in the making. This driver had been pinned for at least four days, he thinks. What? He was a 27-year-old man in this truck that was crushed. He told the fisherman that he had been trapped there, tightly pinned in his seat under the bridge since the prior Wednesday, uh, December 20th. And this is the day after Christmas. So that's, what, six days at least? Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. He said, yeah, he tried yelling and screaming, but no one would hear him. It was quiet, and all he could hear was the sound of water. He managed to survive this six-day ordeal by drinking rainwater. The will to survive this crash, said the police, is nothing short of extraordinary, especially since temperatures in this area dipped to 29 degrees. They say it's a miracle he was even alive in that weather. Um, at a news conference, conference, the police said that the night he was found, it was forecast to be even lower temperatures. And they think that would have been it for him. That if he wasn't found oh, that man. day, that that would have been, he would have been gone. So he's here's this guy who's been stuck for six days. Look at him. And he turns to the, he's thanking these men repeatedly and profusely before the rescuers arrive. They say he was very happy to see us. He was Imagine alive. Panic. I would have been panicked. Oh, God. Well, I mean, Can you imagine pan- just being panic stopped? only lasts so long before you accept your fate. Six days in, you're thinking this, you know, you're losing hope. You're whatever. Man. That's mm-hmm. a lot. It well, took them a long time to even get him out. They they had uh, to spend several hours trying to get this guy out of this truck. Um, out, it took hours and hours. It was hard to even get the rescue equipment down there underneath that that underpass. It was a hard area to get to. But yeah, he survived. He was in critical condition though, still, but doing well. Yeah, if you um, you know, if you had that kind of experience, it might dr- uh, lead you to drink. Oh, you know, and we'll have a story about alcohol <laughs> misuse after the break here on the After Party Live. You ready for it? Absolutely. Let's, Let's hit it. The After Party Live is underwritten by our audience, and without you, this show wouldn't be possible. For a dollar a day, you could help feed a very moody three-year-old cat with a taste for turkey and chicken. Every day across this world, cats go 30 minutes without food and don't know where to turn. Any dollar amount is appreciated, and it all adds up. The PayPal link can be found in the About section of the YouTube channel or at the bottom of the show description. Thank you for your consideration. Are you hungry? You want food? A party where you don't even have to leave the house. You could be naked for all we care. The after party, live. Oh, Archie, poor yeah. Arch. Yeah. And I'll let I you know, I gave Archie a little food before bed because that way I can sleep through the night without him like banging on the door. Yeah. Uh, and he's already crying. He cried twice this morning for food. And uh, um, once in the afternoon. So it's like he's already had what he should have. Right. And it's, I hate, more, like, I, more, more, I hate more. withholding from my child, but uh, you know, like, <laughs> you've had enough. You've had enough, buddy. I could do that kind of video with my dog, but she's too, she's too fat. She, well, I wanted no, to, he, he just, I, he does not make a sympathetic I wanted character. you to exploit your kids in some way, but no. you know, you didn't want to do that. So Archie, you know, Archie's, um, he's on the team and he's a, he's a team player. So he agreed to it. Talk to me about drinking. But first, we have to thank our contributors. Oh, so don't forget do about Pauline and ten dollars for Mockingbird's uh, uh, bird seed. Uh, shout out to Pauline, ten uh, ten smackers from a bird seed addiction. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, we wanted to thank Lori Dolly for Lori! twenty dollars. Thank I love you, the Lori. Too. That's awesome. Very cool. Uh, Calvin for ten dollars. Uh, don't worry, your soul is safe with me. And Beth Farmer for twenty dollars. Thank you, Beth. Thank you, guys. Thank you so really much. Funny. And who are our, um, we have a new contributor? We have a new contributor, Paul H. So thankful <laughs> thank for you, Paul, Paul H. And then we have our ongoing contributor, Karen K. To thank. So thank you guys for thank that. Thank you, Karen K. Thank you so much. Yay. Um, okay, let's talk about drinking. I've been trying to get to drinking for a while now. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 
alcohol misuse and loneliness increase the risk of early onset dementia. Groundbreaking research identifies 15 factors that significantly raise the chance of developing illness. Uh, so if you want to read this whole article, it's in theguardian.com. Alcohol misuse coming from a lower socioeconomic background, loneliness, and having a hearing impairment are among, uh-oh, okay, are among 15 factors found to significantly increase the risk of early onset dementia, according oh. to groundbreaking study. Um, almost 4 million people worldwide experience dementia symptoms before they're 65, with 370,000 people newly diagnosed each year. While previous research has found that the uh, lifestyle changes can cut the risk of dementia among older people, the authors of this new study said that the first finding that suggested the risk of early onset dementia could be reduced in the same way, right? Oh, the study looked at 350,000 under 65-year-olds who were put... Um, who are part of the UK Biobank study. Researchers from the universities of Exeter and Maastricht uh, examined, examined, examined what could affect examined a person's predisposition. <laughs> I, might have to, I might have to examine me. Examined it in me. To, uh, predisposition <laughs> to early onset dementia. I'm getting dementia. Inclu including genetic, lifestyle, in, in, and environmental factors. They found 15 factors that significantly increased the risk, including a lower formal education, lower uh, socioeconomic status, health factors such as vitamin D deficiency. Everybody should get their vitamin D checked, especially if you don't get a lot of sun. Uh, I live in, the San, in San Francisco and because of the fog, I think that's contributed to the fact that I don't get enough vitamin D. Um, mm. Hearing impairment and depression and lifestyle factors such as alcoholism and social isolation. Uh, their study identified 15 lifestyle and health-related factors that were associated with young onset dementia incidents, according to the researchers. While further exploration of these risk factors is necessary to identify potential underlying mechanisms, addressing these modifiable factors may prove effective in mitigating the risk of developing young onset dementia and can be readily integrated into current dementia prevention uh, initiatives. So uh, I'll, I'll go through them really quickly. Um, orthostatic hypotension, oh. if you want to Google that. Uh, depression. Alcohol intoxication, stroke, genetic risk. This high, doesn't sound fun. High deprivation. Is that being deprived of getting high? Yes. <laughs> Diabetes, <laughs> high deprivation. Uh, heart disease, vitamin D deficiency, hearing impairment, uh, high C-reactive protein levels, social isolation, and then uh, the ones that aren't as, or the ones that did, re those are the ones that increased risk. The ones that reduced risk include moderate alcohol use, formal education i knew there i knew there was a reason to get that bachelor's degree mm -hmm. and higher hand grip strength oh no i need to work on that so there no. you go you need a little stress ball i squeeze it you know oh that's true yeah i find those stress balls um stressful because <laughs> i feel like i'm not doing it right I don't know. speaking of stressful a lot of people have anxiety disorder and you're going to parties you're feeling nervous you're having the social anxiety it turns out there might be something else afoot Are and you that the is cave, the cave story the what story oh the cave, oh, you you story, the cave story yeah oh oh i'm sorry let's go to the cave story yeah you're all out of order today kim sorry i'm just <laughs> you're out of order no you're out of order <laughs> This is a cave home. Let's talk about this instead. This house is six hundred thousand dollars. Looks okay looks from, the from the outside. outside. Well, looks that garage totally... is ugly. Yeah, Actually, I mean, the whole it, thing's kind of ugly. Except it kind of looks side. like a nondescript house, but it yeah. is not. It is anything but nondescript because when you walk in, it's a cave house. It looks like a cave inside. What? So if you, they say if you always just wanted... on the outside, it looks like the they had a like a no. architect for the left side, and then all of a sudden they're like, ah, turn it into a Costco. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, wow. Well. Look at that. Yes, it's a cave inside, kind of like a grotto, right? Like a tropical grotto. You expect it to be feel misty and warm. It looks inside. like a pain to clean. It's artificial rock formations that are adorning the entryway, the living room, the kitchen, everywhere. Oh, maybe this is Nooks the bridge people from Vietnam. <laughs> no, no, not the bridge people. This is this like uh, Nooks with leafy greens. This is a what looks like the Flintstones? It does look like the Flintstones. This I house, like is in... get... I think I'd be over it real quick. Yeah, I mean it's it's cool and kitschy for like maybe the first couple months. Yeah. Look at that. That's the living room. It's like then you're kind of stuck with that design, and that's it. <laughs> the, you... the, the back corner looks really weird with like like mural of like eagles. I what mean, is you, going on? You you want a house kind of that's I don't know different and special in some well, on the way. The left side is like. 
halfway done too special Mm -mm. right the rock goes to a certain height and then it's gone this house is for sale in the city of indio in southern california not surprised it's 599 grand that's what it's listed for it's on starlight lane eagle paintings which you saw there soar across several walls there's a cave-like wet bar what all right it's quirky the uh, Sotheby's International Realty Stupid. Seller's Agent says, yeah, it is quirky. The seller has a history of creating cave-like interiors. He previously decorated a hot springs hotel in Palm Springs and a jewelry store with rocks meant to evoke the feeling of a diamond mine. Okay, so that's kind of cool. But doing it to a house, I don't know. Uh, the backyard is all torn up right now, but they wanted to build a pool surrounded by rock formations to kind of continue that whole thing. Yeah, uh, I'm with Beth. Just wait till the spiders and dust take over. They say it's like that movie Encino Man, you know, or the caveman in the yeah. Encino. You're going to have to and- have like an entire crate of um, like Swiffer. Swiffer pads. Pauline, no, no, no. <laughs> and, and you said it's like the Flintstones and someone said, yabba dabba, don't. Don't do it. Walter also said it looks like the Flintstones live there. The house is receiving a lot of people looking at it. They had one lowball offer, which was declined. Right. Um, Because we're going to rip all this crap down. It's the lowest priced single family home in this gated Bermuda Bermuda Dunes Country Club neighborhood. Shocked. You know what? If something's this kitschy and weird, it's going to take exactly that one right buyer. It's a lot harder to sell something like this. Like a caveman? Yeah, caveman, where are you? Vanessa says, still not as cool as the Flintstones house in Hillsborough, though. That's true. That's true. Yeah, we have our very own Flintstone house. Um, They say this is the lowest price per square foot. So you don't have to keep it this way, right? You could buy it and, you know, turn it back into a normal house. But really, who wants to go to all that work? Imagine trying to chip all that fake rock off the wall. Well, maybe if you're a sculptor. No. Cut it all away. Anyway. Yeah. So that's that's the uh that's the Flintstone house. Um now on to my gut biro <laughs> micro <laughs> story. Um gut micro did you really want to do this one? No, I don't know okay. why I tried to steal it from you. My bad. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I'd like it's to apologize to the after party live community. <laughs> I was gonna say it's all there in black and white, but your stories are in green and mine are and in purple. I know. I don't know how I screwed that up. Gut microbes may play a role in social anxiety. It was giving me anxiety, Kim. Sorry. Uh, Study that involved (laughs) transplanting people's microbes into mice may show a way to possible therapies, according to scientists. While some people might relish the prospect of a New Year party, for others, socializing can trigger feelings of fear, anxiety, and distress. Now researchers say microbes in the gut may play a role in causing social anxiety disorder, opening up fresh possibilities for therapies. Scientists have previously found that the gut biome um, the collection of bacteria and other organisms that live in the gastrointestinal system differs for people who have social anxiety disorder, otherwise known as SAD, compared with healthy individuals, while a growing body of research, research has revealed that microbes in the gut can influence the brain and vice versa. Now researchers have found that when microbes from the gut of people with SAD are transplanted, transplanted into mice, the animals have increased response to social fear. The finding builds on a previous work showing similar results for conditions ranging from depression to irritable bowel syndrome. Um, The main point is we need to look after our microbes, especially throughout the development and even into uh, adulthood, to keep the social brain working appropriately. Uh, The team transferred uh, samples into six laboratory mice, giving a total of 72 creatures, all of whom had previously been given antibiotics to kill off their natural gut biomes. Oh, poor creatures. Mm. The mice were subsequently presented (laughs) with a series of tests to explore various aspects of their behavior. To investigate social fear, the team uh, gave the mice small electric shocks. Oh, that's no bueno. When they approached a new mouse and then observed how the animals behaved around new mice when the shocks were no longer applied. The results revealed that the mice who had received gut microbes from people with seasonal affective disorder. Is that what I said was sad? No, sad was something else. Yeah. Do you remember what was sad was? Mm, yeah, seasonal uh, seasonal affective disorder. No, social social anxiety disorder. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, it's a different sad. There's more than one sad. Oh. Um, anyway, uh, the results reveal that mice who uh, who had received gut microbes from people with that uh, uh, social anxiety disorder had different levels of three bacteri- bacterial species in their feces, and that those Ew. who had received gut microbes um, uh, compared to those who had received gut microbes from healthy people. So oh, the team added that while. 
the behavior of mice did not differ from most of the experience, uh, experiments investigating anxiety and social behavior. They did behave differently after the social fear experiment. So, hmm. Know, it makes sense because anxiety. I don't know if you're when you're stressed out when and when I have stress when I'm, I'm like I'm 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 against a clock I'm moving too fast right. I kind of like I can feel my t- my tummy getting like yeah I don't know so no maybe pressure, but there's only 15 minutes left in the show oh well okay then move right on let's get to that <laughs> entertainment news we're gonna get it we're gonna get it Cher is filing for a conservatorship of her son claiming that Elijah Blue Almond's life is at risk there was this weird back and forth oh, no. with her son's wife remember she the wife accused Cher of trying to kidnap her her um her son from a hotel or her husband oh, right, from a right, hotel. Right, yeah well, now Cher has filed for conservatorship of Elijah Blue Almond due to alleged severe mental health and substance abuse issues. Documents oh, filed no. in Los Angeles Superior Court obtained by USA Today show that the Grammy-winning singer is saying that due to those reasons, her son is unable to manage his own financial assets. Um, Elijah, they say, is entitled to regular distributions from a trust established by his father for his benefit, but giving his ongoing mental health and substance abuse issues, Cher is concerned that any funds distributed will immediately be spent on drugs, leaving Elijah with no assets to provide Mm. for himself and putting his life absolutely So his father is Sonny Bono. Is it? Oh, I'm asking, but I I, I his last name is Allman, so I'm thinking no. Oh. Mm-mm. Yeah. So what's the son's name? Elijah Blue Allman. A L L M A N. Unless she named him after almonds. <laughs> I don't think so. She wants to be his sole conservator of his estate okay. and his resources. Oh, right. It was and- Greg Allman was the father. Yeah. So oh, they have he a, struggled from drug abuse. Oh, that's sad. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cycle of drug abuse. So and they split yeah. a few years after they welcomed their son in 1976. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he rarely saw his father. How sad is that? And his father uh, passed in 2017. That's sad. I mean, I'm I'm sure that has a lot yeah. to do with it. So that's we'll sad. see if she gets conservatorship of that of him. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Um, this next story is about the um, about the writer strike and the actor strike that we yeah. uh, we uh, saw this summer. Um, it's it's funny that the headline here is broadcast ratings have tumbled without scripted programming. There were some genuine bright spots during a very weird fall on broadcast TV. The Golden Bachelor was a true breakout for ABC. NCIS's mm-hmm. Sydney extended the CBS franchise all the way across the Pacific and is the most watched entertainment program of all for fall. Are you an NCIS person? I know a lot of people. I used to be. I used to like NCIS LA, but when I cut the cord, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't been watching it. So Um, they ended that one kind of abruptly, and uh, this last uh, May or so. Yeah. And NCIS Sydney. It's funny. The the reason why I was able to go on the air is because it's international. It was filmed in Australia, so it it wasn't covered by the SAG, uh, the SAG contract or the writers' contract. Sure. uh, You know the writers' guild. Yeah. Um, so that's why it wasn't going to be a prominent, you know, uh, CBS show, but it is because mm-hmm. of that. Uh, NBC's first year dramas found and the irrational found some traction and earned second season pickups and network fixtures like Survivor, The Voice, Dancing with the Stars back on ABC after a year on Disney Plus um, continued to draw uh, uh, viewers. But that's about it. For the second time in the past four years, broadcasters faced major disruptions in their fall lineups and had to make patchwork schedules that scarcely resembled what they usually air. In 2020, the disruption was due to COVID-19, which idled productions for months and made filming more time-consuming once safety protocols were in place. Uh, This year, the wound to the network business was self-inflicted. Labor strikes that began in May, the Writers Guild of America, and July, SAG-AFTRA, stretched on for months and ended with the media companies that own the big four networks acceding to to most of the contract demands and uh, that the two unions had made from the start, right? So they kind of did it to themselves. Not a lot of... uh, empathy for the uh, networks now let me show you this picture do it whoa Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's shakira that's Shakira. that's a big shakira Shakira. yeah that's a 21 foot tall bronze statue of shakira in her hometown they put it right there on the coast looks so beautiful where's the trivia okay it's coming right after the story deidre it's coming um shakira (laughs) transformed into a 21 point three foot tall bronze statue in Barranquilla, Colombia, 
which is her hometown, which is where she started her hip shaking dance moves on a table at a Lebanese restaurant at the age of four. Uh, And she would go on to not pay her taxes in Spain. Oh, man. Yeah, this is a cool sculpture, though. What an honor. She said, it's too much for my little heart. 21 feet tall. That's a big old statue. And there she is doing her hip shaking. Yeah, remember, her hips don't lie. They don't. No, they don't. But her accountant does. Her accountant Ah. does. Um, This statue, though, it's obviously still, because it's a statue, it almost has the feel like of her moving, because I've seen her dancing so much that it just feels like she's, you know, she's moving. That makes me want to dance anyway. Um, It is not necessarily the largest pop icon statue to ever be erected. That one is the Forever Maryland 26-foot-tall tribute. Uh, That one is in Palm Springs. So that's the tallest one. Anyway. interesting. Yeah. Love it. Well done, Shakira. All right. You ready for it? Yeah, I mean, no pressure, but there's less than 10 minutes in the show. So Are we you have to ready die. for it? Let's do it. Thursday it is. trivia. Woo-hoo! I think I started last week, so you get to start this week. Okay, I have to open up So what's up the my... category? Uh, the, the category is the top news stories or pop culture stories of 2023. So we're taking a look back at... Um, at everything that happened this year to see and test your memory. If what you, you remember. Can remember yeah. some of these things. Well, that's cool. So, a year in review. As that's it were. right. The first story, the first story, the first question I have is what brand of booze was sued for fraud after leaving alcohol out of its mini bottles? Oh, I don't remember this story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody? Does anybody have that? Yeah, this company was sued for fraud. They didn't put any liquor in the little tiny bottles. Anybody have it? Uh, We're getting guesses for Jack Daniels, Costco, Miller Lite. This is the actual Mm. alcohol brand, right? Okay. Right, we're looking for an alcohol brand. We're looking, well, I'll tell you what it is since maybe it was too hard. Uh, There is no whiskey in the bottles of Fireball Cinnamon. Remember that story? So customers sued for fraud. They say, how do you sell mini bottles in places that don't sell liquor? Easy. You don't put liquor in the bottle. That's why they're being sued for fraud. That's lame because Fireball already is half, it's half proof. It's only 40 proof instead of 80 proof. So you're already getting half the alcohol. So that's lame. People say they expect when they buy Fireball that there's going to be some booze in there. And if there isn't, it's fraud. Mm -hmm. Um, What was the name of Prince Harry's memoir published last January? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, What was the name of Prince Harry's memoir published in January? Someone's going to get it. I don't know what it is. Is it like the prince and not... uh, Pauline has it. Royal. Oh, spare. That's right. Spare. spare. Well done, Pauline. Well done. Here's an easy square. one for you. I'm gonna after my hard one, I'm gonna throw out an easy one. What broadcaster was fired and started a show on X? Uh, Tucker Carlson. Mm-hmm. Carlson. That's right. Tucker Carlson. Yep. Yep. Um, in April, which country became the 31st country to join NATO? In April. 31st country to join NATO. Finland. Very Sweden. good. Oh, Finland, yeah. Thank you. What was the name of the submersible that imploded near the Titanic wreckage? Oh, um. We talked about it over and over again for like a couple weeks. Yes, it was the Titan. Bonus question. What's the name of the company and the CEO who died aboard? Oh, douchebag. Mixed self promoter. Um, uh, Oce- Oceanic? Almost. Ocean Gate. Ocean Gate. That sounds like a cult. Uh, doesn't it? And his name was Stockton Rush. That sounds like a porn star name. <laughs> well, Stockton Rush. There you go. Uh, which music artist shaved his hair off in November, causing the internet to lose its mind? Harry Styles. Wow, you have a daughter. That's right. What kind of animal had to be euthanized at Yellowstone because a tourist touched it? A buffalo? 
That's right. It was oh, a baby, or well, as a kind of a baby bison. Does that count? Yeah, I'm a woman. Yeah, a baby bison was euthanized after being handled by a Yellowstone guest. It was rejected by its herd because it had been touched by people. It was oh, a visitor so from Hawaii who was trying to help this newborn animal rejoin its mother. But you never touch one of those oh, that's animals. Ironic. Yeah. Um, what was the code name for King Charles's coronation? That might be tricky. Mm, I don't know the answer. What was the code name for King Charles's coronation? It starts with Operation. Operation blank blank. Um, Operation New King? (laughs) It's not Operation (laughs) Replace Mom. Operation. Anybody get it? Do you think anyone's going to get it? Operation Buckingham? No. Operation. Mm. It's not London Bridge. Good guess, though. It's Golden Orb. Golden oh, orb. how can we forget that? The yeah. golden orb. Um, this might be easy for people in the North Bay. What happened at Montgomery High School in Santa Rosa that prompted safety concerns? Give people a second for that. You guys remember this one? Yeah. Uh, was it a stabbing? It was. It was a fight that escalated to a stabbing in a classroom and a student died because of it and now there's this big uproar over safety in uh, high schools and the school system in santa rosa absolutely yeah Yeah. um santa rosa i know we have somebody there's is it Kay that lives in santa rosa gotta be Mm. careful what i say about santa rosa but santa rosa has become a large city i'll just say that uh, yeah since uh, compared to when i was a kid um which back to the uh the royals Mm -hmm. which guest at the coronation couldn't find her seat which guest very prominent guest Oprah. No, it was an American. A guest could not find her seat at the coronation. Fergie? No. It is a woman. Hmm. Prominent guest and performer. Hmm. Adele. American. Oh. American woman performer. Female performer. Celine Dion? No. Mm. Is Celine, Celine American or Canadian? Oh, she's Canadian. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who couldn't find their seat. Anybody Katie have it? Perry. La- Katy Perry. John mm. was close with uh, Lady Gaga. Yeah. And Jim was close with Madonna. Um, or, or Mandonna. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a drag performer, I think. <laughs> Mandonna? <laughs> Mandonna. <laughs> California saw its youngest attorney sworn in. How old is this new lawyer? Oh, wasn't it something like 13? No, no, you can't, you have to be 18. You have to be 18, right? Is that your final answer? I'll go with 18. Okay, California passes the state bar exam. This boy at 17 years old oh. and sworn in as an attorney. So there you go. So you don't have to be an adult. Interesting. No. Um, box office news was dominated by the simultaneous releases of Barbie and Oppenheimer. Barbie remains the highest grossing film of the year worldwide with Oppenheimer in third. What movie in second place breaks up the Barbenheimer duopoly? Oh. What else came out this Big year? Was, movie. It a, was it a Marvel movie? No, but it was aimed towards kids or grown-up kids. Hmm. Video game related. Oh, Mario. There you go. Mario. I didn't even know that movie existed. Oh, trust me. We've watched it a lot at my house. Somehow did not get YouTube ads for that. Um. (laughs) How many Republicans voted to kick former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy out? All the Democrats voted too. Yeah. Something like seven? Very close. I'll give you that. It was eight, actually. But very close. Yeah. Well done. Not bad. Um, which of the following items was not removed from the Consumer Price Index shopping basket this year to reflect a change in public consumption? Tampons, mm. digital compact cameras, a pack of 20 cigarettes, or a men's belt? A pack of 20 cigarettes. Wrong. Uh, Any other guesses? Tampons. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. The camera? The item- the item that was removed from the consumer price index was a man's belt. John. Why? What, what was the reason for that? Uh, well, they don't have the reason, but um, the ta- tampons were replaced by sanitary towels. 
Oh, okay. Right? Um, or maybe not interesting. How many hours of unedited tape from the January 6th insurrection is being released to the public? Uh, 3,700 something. Interestingly, <laughs> more than you guys want to guess, or should I tell you? We're kind of moving fast on this one because we're out of time. But 11,780 votes. No, more than 40,000 hours, oh, 44,000 to be exact. Oh, Oh, look at you, Deidre. Yeah, it's uh, Speaker Mike Johnson making this move. He's calling it congressional transparency. But the all this footage from all these different cameras is more than 40,000 hours of the Capitol riots. So, yeah, being posted okay. online. There you have it. Um, did you have any extra questions this time? Uh, I have okay. lots more. You want me Okay, because to... I'm short. I'm short one. So I have, um, okay. this is my last one. This is okay. my ninth question. Uh, it's been quite a year for Elon Musk, who has seen the valuation of X, formerly Twitter, uh, half mm -hmm. uh, in his uh, tenure as owner. Its ad revenue just decreased by 89%, and he's received growing condemnation for racist and anti-Semitic posts on the platform. Mm -hmm. He did, however, make it into the Guinness Book of World Records for which <laughs> notable achievement in January? Uh, the first private space company to send a rocket to the space? <clears throat> Oh. To to the space, sound to like the a space. grandpa. Sound like to, grandpa now. You know, to the you space. You know, it, it installed it into the space. <laughs> uh, I had a friend whose father always said he he got the new Microsoft. <laughs> like every time he had Windows, he's like, "I got you the know, new Microsoft." I like, searched wow, for but... it on the Google. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so we're looking for the Guinness Book of World Records record, uh, the notable achievement um, that Elon Musk has achieved. As of January. Is it for the number of children he has fathered with different women? <laughs> no, but that's a good guess. It has to do with money. Oh, richest man alive. Nope. Other direction. Oh, uh, he fell. He fell down the list. He lost. Oh, he lost the most uh, money in one day. Or the uh, most value, valuation. I don't know if it was talk. in one day, but he registered the single yeah. biggest loss of net worth in financial right. history. It was yeah. around $200 billion. Yikes dollars oh can you imagine got that one yeah that's a good You're one like, oh. yeah um can you name the five at least five politicians there may be more and they could be state or federal that were charged with crimes or have were going through trial proceedings in 2023 oh wow um any criminal any politician oh i don't let's see donald trump there you go george santos done Politicians. Um, I feel like there's a bunch of obvious ones that I've like. A lot America's, of people around Trump are not. America's not mayor. Trump. Rudy Giuliani. Is he? Uh -huh. I mean, at this point, he's not a politician, though. He's uh, a lawyer. Kind of always is, right? That's why I wasn't. Um, he of the Deidre gold has bars. Menen Menen Menendez. There you go. Mm -hmm. And the other three I have are state representatives. You might not know them as well. Are I'll they California? No, they're not California. Mm -hmm. uh, you have Florida State Rep Representative Joe Harding, who pleaded guilty to wire fraud, money laundering, and false statements involving COVID relief funds. Jeff Wilson of Washington State arrested at the Hong Kong International Airport, arriving oh, from San Francisco. I remember that story. Carrying but, a firearm mm -hmm, right. in the bag. And then he doesn't have that name recognition. If you're going to be a criminal, you need that name <laughs> yeah. recognition. And then former Massachusetts State Senator Dean Tran was also charged with COVID benefits fraud. Oh, I didn't have that either. What country surpassed China as the world's most populated? India. Yes, you got it. Um, name five celebrities that died in 2023. Uh, I thought we were going to end on the on ten each. Uh, uh. Mm. Five celebrities that died. Yeah. There's no way. I'm mean, no. Uh, I don't keep track of this. So, um. You want me to help you out? Yeah, because I'm not going to get it. Matthew Perry. Oh, right. Yeah. Andre Brower, Tina Don't Turner, Harry Belafonte, Raquel Welch, Lisa Marie Never Presley, yep. Ryan O'Neill, Norman Lear, Suzanne Summers, Piper Laurie, Burt Young, uh, David McCallum, Jimmy Buffett, oh, yeah. Bob Barker, Paul Rubens, uh, Sinead O'Connor, Tony Bennett, Alan Arkin. Julian Sands, remember that? He went for a hike last year and was oh, never man, found like months later. Treat Williams, Gordon Lightfoot, Jerry Springer, Dame Edna, Tom Sizemore, Richard Belzer, Cindy Williams, David Crosby, all of these. 
Uh, Dieter um, points out um, Smothers, the Smothers Brothers. And Smothers Brothers, Tom Smothers, yeah. Smothers. Okay, how about this? Five celebrities that were injured or hospitalized in 2023. I have no idea. Mm. I don't really keep track of celebrities. Snowplow. Oh. Uh, we just oh, talked the, about the, it. The, the, yeah, I don't know his name. Jeremy Renner. Jenner, Jeremy Renner. Mm -hmm. uh, then an actor suffered an unknown affliction that almost took his life. Never really talked about exactly what happened there. Oh, uh, Jamie Foxx. That's right. Um, and then this singer who had to be put in a chemically induced coma. Singer? Oh. Not man Mandonna, but Madonna. Madonna. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Madonna. Uh, one person caught fire. Jay Leno. Oh, right. <laughs> DeMar Hamlin, an NFL player, collapsed on the field, nearly didn't make it. And Jimmy Carter, still on hospice care. So those are the ones that I had that were um, injured. Oh. Yeah. And that's kind of a down note to end the trivia yeah. on. Thank you guys for playing Got along it in for Deidre. Yay! We should thank our contributors one more time. Pauline for $10 for Mockingbird's Thanks, Birdseed. Big shout out to Pauline. Lori Dolly for $20. Thank you, Lori. <laughs> Calvin Wong with ten dollars. <laughs> Beth Farmer for twenty dollars as well. Happy New Year! And Happy our new, new uh, contributor Paul H. and ongoing yes. contributor Karen, Karen K. We could not do it without you. Have a great afternoon, Kim Thanks, McAllister. Guys. Have a great afternoon, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow for the last show of the year. Ooh, bye -bye. exciting! Bye bye. Ooh.